It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. UCSS members are some of our favorite people in the entire world. For a buck ninety-nine a month, you get to be part of the starters tier. It gets custom emojis, loyalty badges, community member only posts we just unlocked yesterday the happy jason emoji you've never seen jason so happy that was for 175 the next one we get to is angry stressed out bull you're not gonna want to miss that that is at 200 members for coaches tier less than five bucks a month less than 60 bucks a year it's 4.99 you get all those same starter tier perks you get the overtime video it's 10 minutes 10 15 minutes every day on some sort of topic today's topic me and bull are coaching Elementary school basketball together. This is like Bob Knight and Coach K teaming up. This is the greatest Rocky River coaching tandem these kids have ever seen. We're going to talk about some coaching uh, strategies and how to handle this today. Here's Coach again signing that board. You also get to text us, and we're going to answer some questions. It's on the community members only tab. If you go to that, you'll find the number. Text us a question. We got a couple this morning already. I'm going to answer those later this afternoon, but all of that is allowed is our coaches tier members also don't forget with promo code locked on 15 you get 15 percent off built bars at built.com cuyahoga community college brings us our browns talk every day and how about glenville more importantly than anything else we learned today we learned what a tar blooder was and i'm not sure any of us knew what that was heading into this we're about to play true and false i see true. jay drawing on something earl we ready Coach Gins is going to leave behind us, and that is his signature. Thank you for signing the wall, joining the likes of Dequell Jackson, Bernie Kozar. Who else is on there, Jay? He said Bernie's his boy, too. Of course he Coach is. said Bernie was his boy. He said he's, uh, they're still using the equipment that Bernie gave them way back when Bernie was a player. How about I believe that? it. Wow. How about that? I believe it. Well, Coach Ginn, thank you again. Thanks, yes. Coach. Coach Ginn. Anytime you a want Cleveland to come back, treasure. you are more than welcome. Cleveland royalty. Absolutely royalty. is. All right, guys, it is time for our favorite Wednesday game. True or false? True or false. <laughs> and this guy has more gray hair than everyone on the set combined. Yeah. It's an elder no statesman of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Do I got a pin? Yes, it is the Kevin Love. On right there on the yeah, he's 33 or 34, and he's got a full gray head of hair almost. Full gray. G. Bush, you got a marker. Does everyone have a marker on the board? Yeah. Good. So who Kenny Love is, or Kevin Love Kevin is the topic. Kevin Love. All right. What, what about? does it say, Tyvis? McNuggets. What, what was the question? McNuggets, you cannot beat me. Can never. Can never beat me. You are the seven-time champ. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You're not going to be an eight-time champ. Jay's the defending champ. I got my money on Bolt today. I'm putting my – Read it, Ty. My Read $5 – Read Read it. How about this? How about this? I'm using my $5 bet jack same-game parlay on a trifecta. Bull first, Jay second, 
G third, Tyvis. I'm predicting the last Dead place match today for Tyvis. All right, the matter with All right let's go. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's play the music. What is wrong with this man? I don't know. Question number one of true and false for Kevin Love. Kevin was originally drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies. Is that true or false? I have no idea, actually. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Coach is giving us football tips right now. <laughs> I love it. False, false, false. Bull, what does Bull say? Bull true. says true. Bull says true. And Bull, you are officially off to making my trifecta come true. Uh, it is true. He was, he was drafted traded by the, the Grizzlies. Wolves? I don't remember that. He was traded for OJ Set that up, Earl. on draft Set night. That up. I didn't right. really remember the that. The Grizzlies took Man. Kevin Love. The Timberwolves took OJ Mayo. The two Damn right. Do not remember that at all. Both in an early lead. Well, you Question number two. You Kevin's father, Stan, played in the NBA for four seasons. True or false? Stan the man. Good old Stan Love. It better not be the the number of seasons is wrong. Good old true. Stan Love. False, <laughs> How false, false, false. Bull goes true again, and for the first time ever, I think we have a 2-0 lead uh -oh. after two questions. <laughs> that is true. Sure. His dad played in the league. I thought it was two years. I, I think it was four years. Four years. And I, I thought oh, that it was okay, cool. this around be about years. Bull yeah. know every answer. Bull, we all, all three of us is in cahoots, except for him. <laughs> I just thought. What's no. that? What's that trifecta list? What's the? What you got? It's Bullet first, J second, G third, Tyvis is fourth. So, I so got, far, I got to. I got to mess up. Last I got to mess up his parlay at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question number three. You know what Kevin's dad did, but Kevin's uncle Mike is the lead singer for the Beach Boys. Is that true or is that false? Now, if you if he if you try to say he wasn't the lead singer, he was just in it. I'm gonna be no. salty. Well, that's that's where we are. False. He was not the singer, but he false. was in the Beach Boys. False, false. G. Bush says true. Wait, before you take it, Steve, I'm gonna double check my sources because Jay sounds confident. But we'll take it. According to the research I did yesterday, it said he was the lead singer. He was the guitarist. Boys. I'm gonna double check. Hold on. <laughs> Hey, uh, should have just said in the Beach Boys. Hey, if no, see, he's always throwing these. He's, 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 he's trying to get cute. He's trying to get cute. By the way, if it's on Tag Boy, see, because there were multiple. <laughs> if, it's on, if it's on Tag Boy, if it's on Tag Boy, if it's said in the Beach Boys. If it's yeah. on Tag Boy, Hold on, we're going to the official. There's official no going back. We it's already down. Hold on, hold on, stand by. Standing by. He's gonna get it's, ripped off. By look, this. look, look, and I told you, I knew he was trying to do. I just why I said that. It says the lead singer. It says Mike Love, lead singer of the Beach Boys. There it goes. Okay, now do a Google search. Who is the lead singer of the Beach Boys? <laughs> Stand by, please. Because I the think Beach Boys were... are not around anymore, are they? Look at no. this. No, <laughs> but this is what you get for making I, this I believe yes. it's like that the Beatles. It's like the Beatles. <laughs> According like... to the internet, from Anthony, tell me that again. From 1961 to present, he is the lead singer in the Beach Boys, Mike Love. All right. So okay, then we got it. We got to go with it. I should get it. But it's like if I ask you, who's the lead singer of the Beatles? John Lennon. John Lennon. Michael Jackson. But what about Paul McCartney, who sang lead on a lot of solos? He did, but and okay, it's the same thing. I can see how that one's a little confusing. Well, this give is it to too. G. There are the, the, yeah, the, the you Beach go Boys have, you have songs where he wasn't His the lead singer. His parlay is messed up, but Jay. he, I guess, is officially yeah. the lead singer. So G's, I got two. G's got one. You guys got zero. Time. Yeah, so this we're gonna cool. go with G. G, you get the point for that. Oh, Brad, that's some BS right there. And I, I do apologize. I was not aware that, that so many different job. lead singers were in the Beach Boys. That's that okay. is on me, but that's G. okay. 
According to the YouTube chat, they're all singers. The but little you know Saint what? Nick. Yeah, they are, and they all you know. He's must be considered the lead singer. Yeah, for whatever yeah. Reason. And he maybe the maybe officially John Lennon is listed. Yeah, as right. The lead singer. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Question number four. It's a little bit longer. Damn, I'm over. Despite Great. playing AAU so ball for the SoCal All Stars with several other future NBA players, Love never won the Adidas California State Championship. <laughs> I just try to get on the board. First, I mean, first of all, this is dumb. We're I mean, questions that we could actually get right. We are and not guess. I'm I mean, trying to get on the board. Know. False. True. True. Tyvis says true. Give me and a. Bull. This is an domination to true and false. Bull is out to a commanding three. We one. First, first, first of all, hold on, hold on, bro. First we literally need to change the game. Not true or false. It's First of, all, first of all, he's not, even, a guess. he's not even from California. <laughs> he played on the SoCal All-Stars. He's from, he like, never, he's from like Oregon or he something. Is from yeah, Oregon. He is. This is so, like, you can play AAU wherever you want. It's, and he never won in, in, in California. He never won. He never he lost. Did. It's actually true because he never lost. He went 46-0 and 0 in his AAU career. Never <laughs> lost. These these layered lies. <laughs> if this were why do, wait, I just want to know why Bull getting them all right. That's because I'm not whining like you it's guys. Pretty, just it's pretty. Right I'm just ball. saying Tyvis, it's fishy. The game. Tyvis, it's fishy. Here's what it is. Yeah, it's called take your guess. <laughs> no, it's and he's fishy. doing really well this guessing answers. Fishy. He could have known that. <laughs> for him, to, oh, for him to just bull. I'm gonna tell you why he knew that. This one, this one, what he said. This makes one you me can. really wonder. That's right, inappropriate. Number five. fed the answers? Never, never accuse me of cheating. I would never cheat. I never question cheated in my five. life. Never would. Kevin was in the same draft class as Derrick Rose, Michael Beasley, OJ Mayo, Russell Westbrook, Robin Lopez, and Cavs picked that year. All right. JJ Hicks. They gotta, it's got to be all. It can't be just some of them, right? It's all. Yeah. Okay. All or all nothing. Or none. <laughs> you fed up. Just put Tyvis me on. Says true, put true. me. I'm on the board with this one. Oh my! True. I know I'm on the board. That's a. It's a bad question. I'll tell you why he, in a minute. Because oh, he, he just said it. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm saying yeah. Geez. Listen, Bull's gonna say. I still got it wrong. He got it wrong. He literally just told us he traded for OJ Mayo. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. It is true. It is true. I gave it away on that one. I, I guess OJ Mayo didn't have Tyvis to be a bone. rookie. Did he say? I want to throw me no ball. True. We could have been. Yeah. I'm right. I'm trying to mess up your. Right. <laughs> I tried throwing some random names in there, maybe throw you guys off. Okay, this is my favorite one of the whole game. You guys ready? Do we have yeah. seven questions left? It's the only way I can win. No, we have All three right. left. Kevin's middle name is Wesley. True or false? I actually have no idea. I don't know no white dude's name <laughs> Wesley. I, my one of my son's good friends who lives next door to us. Kid's name is Wesley. He's white. <laughs> Look, he didn't talk me out of it. The funniest kid I went to high school with was named Wesley Bollinger. It's a big white kid that played in fact, country. They didn't talk me out of it now because I sure was going to say. True. G. Bush says false. 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 <laughs> G. Bush. You are making this a game, my friend. It is choice. What are you talking about? Hey, so I got that right, too. G. Bush right. said false. I, I, I mixed up J and G. You're a disaster I mixed up J and G. I mixed up J and G. Do you we know have... why his middle name is uh, Wesley? Do you know who he's named after? Yeah, he's named after. Wesley Person, right? No. no I read this Wesley somewhere. Snipes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Are you kidding? No. Bonus question. I should get a point. Um. I was the only one that got that right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not Wesley Snipes. It's Wes Unseld. Yeah, Wes Unseld. I knew it wasn't Wesley Snipes. I knew it was an NBA player. I have player. so many tabs up right now trying to get this right. Let me That's tell you something. I can, I can confirm right now that you are not up 
to be a host for any game show ever <laughs> in the history yeah, of television. You're struggling today, Mike. Hey, listen. He wow. Just, he True or false? He, he Mike to, sucks at this game. Mike trying to get this far away. Hand up. Not my best day. How many, going on? How many questions left, Mike? We got two more. I'm trying to Okay, now, now wait a minute. I can still win that. What's the no, score? you can't. Yes, I it can. is Bull with four. And I've got two. Yes, Bull with four. Oh. Tyvis with two. G with one. J with two. So the, Bull oh, chokes the last I two. I mean, I can tie him too. What Tyvis you is still alive. My trifecta <laughs> is still on the board. Hey, if I come back from four. I that is, that I will. I'm. <laughs> yeah, this, this would be like Yankees. You this win this like one. Oh. Are you guys ready for question yeah. number seven? Ready. We got Chris Fedor waiting on us. Chris, if you want to play along, you can play along here. Just <laughs> from Kevin Love. Question number seven. Kevin is a style ambassador and campaign model for J. Crew. I actually have. Is that no true? I, I have no idea. Is that false? I think this is a. a I think this Don't is. Don't say a, anything, Chris. What are you doing? I think this is Banana Republic. Could it be? G. <laughs> Bush says true. The answer is false because it's Banana Public. Yeah, yeah. G. You said you had the right answer. You stuck with the wrong one. I, listen, you know, I, I, I was, verbally hey, said the right answer. Hey, oh, hey, hey, look at here. Look, look, look. look at here. See, Chris Fedor, see, Fido, I'm just showing these You know what your problem is. Like, I, I'm showing these dudes. I understand. Why I even know the right answers. These G. guys. Bush, you knew the right answer. He knew it and he wrote it down. I was mad because I wanted to switch it when I was like, I didn't split me. This is the worst segment we've ever done. This is the worst show we've ever done. Ever. It, we got guys knowing the right answer, but writing down the wrong answer. We've got McNuggets doesn't know where the hell he I'm, is. I'm so focused on coaching Bulls rec team this afternoon. Yeah. Which is our, I, I have so many drills I want to run these Wait teams. Wait a minute. It's going to be amazing. Hey, did you get what's my the, what's the stand? I coach. McNuggets, what's the stand? Going into the last question. I'm down one. Four, three, yes, two, it's one. Four, three, yes. two, one. Yes. Oh, so if I get this right, his 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 parlay is messed up. Yes. Okay, then this it's is the all little things in life, is isn't it? <laughs> I gotta win something. Uh, question number eight. Something. And Chris, we're not gonna take you live, but either give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. I will tell you after if you're right. But you know this better than these guys do, so I don't want you giving them the answer. True or false? Kevin is credited with acting roles in both HBO's Entourage and Disney's The Sweet Life on Deck. True or false? Bull and I can't answer the same way, or or, or I lose. Bill and damn it, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Everyone says true. Chris Fedor yes. says true. The and the answer is the parlay true. is ruined. Yes, right. Bull wins. My who cares? Chop no, the parlay is not ruined. Bull, congratulations. The parlay is ruined. No, it's not. Mikey it corrected. The only it, thing you said smart today said is that one, I would two, win three. These guys oh, are a yeah, bunch of yeah. idiots. I came with third. I'm a genius. On purpose. I know Kevin Love better than anybody else. <laughs> I tell you what, though, you were sweating it. Yeah, both sweating no it. No sweat. I know that was three one. I was. I was four. <laughs> I came back to make that a hell of a I game. He was on Entourage because Chris, was if a, you played with us the whole game, I'm sure you would have won that. We apologize for not letting you get in on that earlier, but uh, you were two for two, so. If you want to take the belt from Bull because oh, you no, realize you were better, I give Jay, you that I right. Jay, I shouldn't have flipped the board. Wait, Chris, when he said, but I was just like this, and I shouldn't have just said, ah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, right, let's, Bull. Let's, thank you. Let's bring Chris in. We got Chris in? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's ready. He's on screen. Chris, what? by the way, what's the uh, – will, will Kevin Love, would he have gotten them all right about himself, I think? Is he that aware, or would he have been lost, maybe? I don't know. No, he's very aware. He would have gotten every single one of those right. Are you I kidding mean, me? They are about him. 
I don't know. Some guys just You gonna open with a question like that? <laughs> How about a real That's question? A, that was a Chris, Chris, Is Kevin Love playable in the playoffs? There yeah, you go. <laughs> now that is a Some very good question. Some players are unaware. Chris, um, first of all, welcome to the program. For those of you that don't know, he covers the Cavs and does a great job for Cleveland.com. Is he playable in the playoffs? Because as I'm watching him, I, 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 I this is the year he got old. For sure. Oh, yeah, sir. And I don't know that he's – I don't know what kind of rotation he can fit into in the postseason. I really don't. It's a fair question. I think the Cavs are wondering the same thing, especially given the, the tendencies that he has on defense to have some slippage when he's on the court. And this is a defensive-minded team first, and I think they're going to try and continue that identity even in a seven-game series. So I, I know that – Kevin has an important role on this team, especially during the regular season. He brings floor spacing. He brings shooting. But the defensive questions are going to be there. They're going to continue to be there. And I think his availability in a postseason series is going to be matchup dependent. Even if you go back to when he was part of the big three, when they were going to four straight finals, it was matchup dependent then. So in the right matchup, I think Kevin can be effective for the Cavs. And I think he can be a helpful player for them. But when teams start to downsize and they throw more speed, quickness, athleticism out there, and Kevin has to defend on the perimeter, that's going to be a difficult task for him. In saying all of this, I think we have to point out that Kevin is still playing with a fractured thumb, and that is causing his shooting percentages to drop significantly. And when he's not shooting the ball as well as what you're used to, and he's having the same problems that he's always had defensively, it really exacerbates the problem. Would he be better off sitting out again? No, I asked him about that, and there's no treatment that he can do for his thumb. Like, the fracture is at the tip of his thumb, and it's just something that he needs time. Um, And it's not something that he can re-injure. So he's still being effective in other ways, right? Like, he's giving them floor spacing that opens up the court for Darius and Donovan. And there's a domino effect to every time Kevin goes out on the floor because of the gravity that he creates, because of the rebounding that he brings to the table. And quite frankly, there is no better option for the Cavs currently healthy that they can give minutes to right now instead of Kevin Love. Like, what are they going to do? Play Mamadi Diakite? Play Isaiah Mobley? Like, you still can get by with Kevin playing 15 to 20 minutes and him doing the other positive things, even though he's not making shots at the rate that he's used to. Chris, let's ask the most important question. When LeBron comes back in a year and a half, <laughs> will the Cavs then win another championship? <laughs> because you know, as good the team's good, but they're not winning a championship right now. They need LeBron. When's he, when's he coming back? Are we keeping a locker for him in two years? What are we doing Why here? do you think he wants to leave Los Angeles? Because they suck. They right. do suck. Currently, Chris, here's the thing. He may not want to now, but he changes his mind every 17 minutes. That's true, too. I would agree, but at the time that LeBron decided that he wanted to go to Los Angeles, that was thinking that's where he was going to end his career. Um, he, he loves his life there. His family loves it there as well. And he loves being a Laker. Bottom line, he loves being a Laker. LeBron is somebody who grew up rooting for the Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys, some of the biggest franchises in in sports history. Being a Laker is appealing to him. Now, it might not be appealing to everybody else out there, but it's appealing to him. And on top of all of that, 
Like the Lakers are going to be able to make some other moves this coming off season and into next season. So they suck right now. They're not a good team. Nobody should be talking about them as any kind of contender. But the opportunity for them to get better is going to be there this offseason when they have less restrictions on the things that they can give up via trade, when they have more money to spend in free agency. Um, so I, I, I find it hard to believe that LeBron is going to leave Los Angeles unless things continue to go down the path that they are currently. And I just don't believe that that's going to be the case for that much longer. Well, Chris, what about when his son decides to become an Ohio yeah. State Buckeye and, you know, <laughs> he might as well play for that's the right. Cavs and they can come watch each other's games because, you know, he wants to be he wants to be at his son's game. So, you know, they're both in Ohio. That's it. You can get an NIL <laughs> deal off of that right there. So oh, I mean, we'll get an NIL. Yeah, I'm deal. just saying if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I understand the thinking, Tyvis. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And LeBron has gone on record saying that he wants to play with his son. At some point in his career, he wants to finish his career playing with his son like he's got all these accomplishments NBA championship rings he's going to be the scoring record holder as well the last thing for him to accomplish before he calls it a career is playing with his son so maybe that's appealing to the Cavs maybe they'll find a way to get Bronny to the Cavs or maybe some other team around the NBA will find a way to get Bronny um, but a lot of people feel like Bronny will eventually be a Los Angeles Laker as well and play with LeBron that way well Chris I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually at you a, a serious question. These guys. This you mean the other ones weren't serious? At oh this no, point? Those, those, them is pipe <laughs> hey, I thought I asked a very serious. Yeah, you question. did. You actually did. But these two <laughs> guys. What do you mean? Here, Ronnie is going to Ohio State. I, these the guys are the championship without LeBron. I, the Chris Fedor, if if ever <laughs> <if Evan> Mobley, <laughs> that's where you winning the championship. That guy, if they can get him on trajectory, or they can unlock his hidden ability, like he's Gohan. See, that's a Dragon Ball Z reference. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm doing the same like, sideways look. Listen, no if, if if you guys Chris watches The Bachelor, he's not watching. If the you get <laughs> if you get if you Evan Mobley to play the way he is supposed to play, I think that's the best way to for them to win a championship. However, how do you judge or gauge his progression? Because I think he's not progressed as much as we've all thought he would. The way that I judge it personally, and I think the way that the Cavs are judging it as well, is the most fair way to do it. It's about impact over production. Because I think production is tied to opportunity. I think production is tied to role within an organization. And at this stage of his career, Evan Mobley's still 21 years old. He's still maturing physically and mentally. And most nights, he's the fourth or fifth offensive option. So I don't think the opportunity is there for him to put up these gaudy stats that maybe some people want to see in year two, because some nights he's going to get 14 shots. Other nights he's going to get eight. Some nights it's going to be 10 shots. So when you have that kind of role on this team and it's a ball dominant style of offense with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell 
in charge of everything they do offensively and Jared Allen being involved in everything they do offensively as well. There's just not a lot of space for Evan. There's not a lot of touches for Evan. There's not a lot of opportunities for Evan. And I think that's okay right now because he's still only 21 years old and he shouldn't have the offense being run through him. He's not good enough offensively. He needs to take more steps offensively. So it, to me, all goes back to how is he impacting possessions? How is he impacting games? And the one thing that you can say about Evan, even though his production is very, very similar to his rookie season, his impact is being shown on a nightly basis. He's one of the anchors of the second best defense in the NBA. He's one of the candidates for defensive player of the year. And if you look at a lot of the nerdy statistics that some of these teams are looking at, they show that he is one of the best team and individual defenders in the league. And for him to do that at 21 years old while playing, you know, 30 to 35 minutes a night and still doing other things on the offensive end, like the Cavs couldn't function the same kind of way at both ends of the floor if they didn't have the mobility and the versatility of Evan Mobley. And to me, that's impact. Chris, let's talk about the trade deadline <laughs> You know, there's been a lot of talk about trying to upgrade the three or maybe get some depth up, you know, up front. But we know yeah. the Cavs don't have a ton to trade. What, what's your expectations? What should the fans' expectations be for the trade deadline for the Cavs? Yeah, I think they have to be low. I understand that Kobe, Kobe Altman has raised the bar because of all of the trades that he has made throughout his tenure as either general manager or now president of basketball operations. But, Bull, I think you hit it. And, guys, it's the way that it is. Number one, because of the play-in tournament in the NBA, many other teams that you would classify usually as sellers believe they have more of a chance now. And there's actually a fight and some kind of um, battle for the 8, 9, 10 seed in either conference. So you just don't have that many clear-cut sellers. That's part of the problem. The other part of the problem is exactly that. The Cavs don't have a lot to give up in a trade. By rule, because of what they've traded for Karis LeVert already last year, and because of what they gave up to get Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs cannot trade a first-round pick. They cannot trade a first-round pick. They can alter some of the protections on the first-rounders that they've already given up, but teams aren't going to be interested in that. So they have a bunch of second-rounders that they can offer, Jetty Osman, Dylan Windler, Lamar Stevens, and then Karis LeVert is the most valuable commodity that the Cavs have that is quote-unquote expendable. You could say Isaac Okoro as well, but I'm told that if the Cavs are going to trade Isaac, they need to get a significant piece in return. And as of right now, based on the trade market, there is nobody that fits that particular characteristic. So, so you start with Karis LeVert and you say, okay, Whose salary does he match? What kinds of pieces could the Cavs get in return? And they like Karras, and they understand the value that he brings to the table. But the real question that they have to figure out over the next couple of weeks is, is there a better fitting player than Karras? Like, is there somebody that can fill the gaps that he can't bring to the table? And if that, if that answer is yes, then I think the Cavs could continue to explore Malik Beasley from Utah, Tim Hardaway Jr. from Dallas, Boyan Bogdanovich from Detroit, 
Kelly Oubre Jr. from the Charlotte Hornets. But even those names, like, are they better than what the Cavs have at small forward? Yes, but do they make the Cavs significantly better? Many of those guys you would probably say no to. McNuggets, you have a question, right? I do. Chris, uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate these guys asking yeah. serious, real questions. This is a seriously real question that I need some more explanation <laughs> on. But, uh, will you give us the full story of the taxi cab in Utah? You mean in Portland? I guess Portland, yeah. Wherever they, they name-dropped yeah. you without knowing you were in the cab. <laughs> so, first of all, like, there's more of a backstory to it, but Twitter only allows so many characters. Yeah. So I, I get into um, my Uber in Portland, and every time you get into an Uber, people are like, what are you doing here in the city that you're in? Like, what brings you to this city? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you would be driving yourself, right, if you're from there. So you basically... Um, telegraph that you're an out-of-towner every time you take an Uber and a Lyft, Um, unless it's really, really late at night and you're drinking or whatever the case may be. So I get in my Uber. McNuggets would know plenty about that, but go ahead. Obviously. So I get in there, (laughs) and the Uber driver finds out that I'm from Cleveland because I say, I'm here, I'm from Cleveland, there's a basketball game going on, the Blazers play the Cavs. And this guy gets so excited First of all, he's listening to sports talk radio. So you know that he's a complete sports nut. But he's also from the Portland area, and he knows Cleveland because of Chris Haynes, my former colleague at Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer. I worked with him for a number of years during the finals years, and he obviously worked alongside the Portland Trailblazers as a reporter covering the team. And a lot of people in that city have an affinity for Chris Haynes. So... The guy says, did you know Chris Haynes? I said, yeah, I knew of him well. I'm from Cleveland. He covered the Cavs, da, 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 da. And then the conversation progresses, and he says, I hear the Cavs are interested in Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm like, oh, interesting. Where did you hear that? And he said, the Internet. It's all over the place. Some reporter from Cleveland, Chris Fedor, the plane dealer, and he knew of the plane dealer because of Chris Haynes, so he recognized it. He said, some reporter from Cleveland, the plane dealer, Chris Fedor, reported it, apparently. And I said, wow, you don't say. (laughs) Did you tell him? So by the end of the Uber ride, near the very, very end, I said, my guy, I got to let you know, I'm the one who reported it. I'm Chris Fedor. It was great talking to you. Nice to meet you. I appreciate all of uh, all of the love. Yeah, that's, right. that, 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 that's absolutely awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, hey, uh, Chris, what's the deal with the Donovan Mitchell groin strain? Is is it serious? I'm guessing he's. I, I, I think he's already the out. The Cavs for just tonight. announced right now. He's yeah, out, like within I, the last two minutes. Yeah, so he's not playing tonight. Is this is this a thing that just being precautionary and giving him some more time? Or do you get the sense that this could be one of those things, because groins can be that way, that just sort of lingers and they're concerned about it hanging around longer than they need it? Jay knows a lot about lingering groins. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I've had a, I've had a, a, my share of groin injuries in my days. You got to stretch out, dog. Yeah. You doing all them gymnastics. No, hey. Let Chris answer Ex- the damn extra question. Extracurricular activities. <laughs> see the, the, the chuckle the chuckle yeah, over here, man. Yeah. And reporter, Chris Fedor from The Plain Dealer, I heard. Yes. He might know an answer. Yeah. That's right. Are you sure that you don't want to talk more about Jay's groin? Yeah, no, we let's don't, do Chris. it. We let's really do don't. it. Um, 
That's over. I mean, I today. think part of it is that they're going to be cautious about this. The, the Cavs, by nature, are cautious with every injury, with every player. That's just how they like to operate. They're going to be even more cautious when it comes to somebody as important as Donovan. As soon as it happened, and I was talking to my sources, I got the feeling that it was going to be a multi-game absence. Um, and I still believe that it's probably going to be something along those lines, but I don't get the sense that it's going to be something that significant or that long-term. You know, at the time that he got injured, he actually called for the substitution. He raised his hand and he said, I need to go out. And he hobbled back to the locker room. But when he came back from the locker room and he was standing on the sidelines supporting his guys, he wasn't really limping all that noticeably. It wasn't something where you thought, okay, he's got to stay in the locker room to get some extra treatment. Uh, He's somebody who takes care of his body. He's got a personal trainer that the Cavs actually hired from the Utah Jazz who is with Donovan here in Cleveland. So they're going to do everything that they can um, to make sure that this isn't something that lingers, this isn't something that continues to flare up. Um, But I would expect a multi-game absence from Donovan, and obviously he's not playing tonight in Memphis. That was always a long shot the minute that he missed practice yesterday. McNuggets, what happened to the line? Because they were an eight-point dog. It's got to change, It was probably already factored that. Was that baked into that eight points? By the way, I think that's stealing. While he asked that question, I got to get – I I get eviscerated for this. People be acting like Donovan Mitchell is not on the same level as Kyrie Irving. Am I crazy for saying that? Here you go. Wait, who's – Wait, who are these people that you're talking to? Oh, you yeah, on Twitter. I, I said it on the show. That I was like, Donovan Mitchell is is two in my book. Like, I, as far as what well, I you, hold, up, hold up. To clarify your own statement, you said he's the second best Cav already. Not he's not in the That's same. Exactly and you said that a few saying. weeks ago. Now, now look. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, here long now, now look. Like, now look. I'm gonna yeah. say this though. Uh, That's true. Kyrie hit a jumper. Yeah, that is true. I, I give you that. But at the end of the day, if you if you extrapolate it out. I think he's on, he's on par to have the second best. Okay, season. say that though, but he's that's, on, not what, that's, that's not what you said of all time. That's like and, that's saying Giannis is the greatest player. That is a fact. And I and I believe I didn't make those rules. I, be, I believe Donovan facts. Mitchell is better than Kyrie Irving right, at this point in his career. Of course he is. All right, well I got more reliable. G. Bush is backpedaling like Denzel Ward at this point. <laughs> if you roll any further back, you're going to go through that wall, my man. <laughs> hey, man, I got two out of three. Like, y'all, he, he hit a shot, but I'm saying he better than him now. He's going to have a better season, pound for pound. Donovan Mitchell is the second now, best. Chris, we got to tell Chris. Chris probably doesn't know this, but he is, by his own accord, the Duke of Knee-Jerk. Yes. That is his I'm title. I'm the Duke of Knee-Jerk. Well, you know he is the Duke of well, Knee-Jerk. you can't use that because if that's the same case, at 26, Giannis is the greatest player to ever play the game. This guy. Stop this guy. Stop it. Uh, Chris, I, I do have a fun question. This is a fun question for Chris. He was backpedaling like Baker Mayfield at the Cheesecake Factory, man. Oh, God. Don't do that to us. Don't do that to us. Chris, Chris, back on point here. This is a fun question, okay? I'm, I, yeah. I, there's two options I'm going to give you. Yeah. One of them is you can cover the Cleveland Cavaliers in two years with LeBron James back on the team and the roster for the most part current, as currently constituted is the same. You're adding LeBron. Or mm-hmm. your second option is you get to cover an NBA Finals between LeBron and the Lakers and this version of the Cavs. Which one are you picking? 
I enjoyed my time around LeBron immensely. I understand what he means to my coverage and my career and the city itself. I'll always take the side with LeBron on it. Of course. Yeah, that would be so fun. That Uh, would be great. Chris, your life is on the line. You have to arm wrestle one member of the Cavaliers to save your life. Who are you picking? Ooh, good question. I got to pick somebody that I could beat there. Could you beat anybody? Um, Darius, maybe? I mean, no offense to him, but we're about the same height. We've got similar builds. He's not as physically developed, let's say, as some of these other guys because he's only 22 years old. Yeah. So I'll take Darius in that competition. He's probably the only one I'd have any chance of. All right, Mick, by the way, I need two... you to jump on Twitter. Fedor says he can take yeah. uh, Darius <laughs> in arm wrestling. Two oh. hours from now, Cat, some some <laughs> random Cavs blog is going to tweet out that you said you could kick Darius Garland's ass. I think. <laughs> I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't have answered that question. Yeah, I you took the cheese on that. You took the bait. You got to be smarter than that, Chris. Mm. I know you're Rookie smarter move. than that. By the way, I love the fact that you watched the show Castle. That show was so underrated. <laughs> that show was great, man. I'm that telling show you. blows. No, it nothing, doesn't. There's You've nothing never good on Network it. TV. It's Network not TV on anymore. It was on 20, 15 years All ago. All right, fine, maybe. Then. All right. I don't even know. What Everything you're on Network about. TV is trash. Chris, a great Chris show. loves uh, The Bachelor. Are you still watching The Bachelor? That's your show, isn't it? Of course, that's one of many shows that I watch. Both you you put it as that's the only show that I watch on TV, but I watch a bunch of different shows. Do you watch? I watch nine one one. I watch Chicago PD. Oh, I watch Blue Bloods. I God, watch Castle. I watch New Amsterdam. So about- Bull tweets. Who the hell watches any of these network it's TV Chris. shows? He should just tag you, Chris. Right. Yeah, there's still a lot more people watching watch- network TV. Than I watch Jerry Springer still. On? Yes, it is. He I just is? watched it the oh, other day. Jerry Springer is <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> okay, Chris, which hey. of the four of us is most likely to appear on a Jerry Springer show? G. Bull? G. Bush. Oh. <laughs> that is that's definitely G. Bush. I mean, I mean, I got all the storylines. He's been married 18 times already. <laughs> what do you want, Chris? Four or five? I'm out of fingers. <laughs> Chris, I do have one last question for you real quick. You travel with the yeah. team, and we got to meet a lot of the guys at Media Day, and Robin Lopez is like my my favorite fascinating character in the NBA. He doesn't play enough for everyone to see kind of the weird, unique guy he is. Do you have any Robin Lopez stories from traveling you uh, could share with us? He is also brilliant. That's yeah. the other thing that stands out to me about Robin Lopez. You can ask him a question and he will use vocabulary that you would think it's just an everyday use. And you're like, I've never heard that word. I need to Google it to find out what it's me- what it means. Because I forget in the context that I asked this question, but he responded with corpulent, just like off wow. the tip of his tongue. Like it's an everyday word that he uses. I think the best story that I have of Robin Lopez is we were in we were in San Francisco for a Golden State practice and he was reading this thick book and and San Francisco was the final stop on this five game road trip in early November and it was this thick book I forget the name of it at this point in time because all these guys read books and I'm trying to keep track of all of them Um, But it was this thick book that he was reading, and he is a speed reader. And then the very next trip that we went on, I think it was to Milwaukee, the next road game, he had a different book. He was already through the book, like, in a week. And it was probably a 500-page book. And he's reading these not because they're assignments, but because he wants to. No. 
because he wants to and yeah. and they're working on potentially maybe like creating some Robin Lopez book club because he's such a, a book aficionado. Well, well Chris, I, I just got done reading an 11. Well, listening to an 11 hour audio book. No, that doesn't count. Is, no, it I doesn't. You drive a lot. So that's not considered reading a read. book. Read a book. I you read. Listen. I retained the information, but you listen. Let's as go as to the source here. Book. Chris, that's does the that count? Thing. Chris, does that count? Yes. No, that doesn't count. Y'all, y'all are, no. I can't believe y'all. Read, listening to a book is the same as reading the book. No, it's not. If What's you were listening I've been to a the same, podcast, I'm getting the same information. But it's not actually reading. But I'm getting the same Kyle. information. Go ahead, Chris. If you listen to a podcast, would you say, hey, I was reading a podcast yesterday? Yep. Yes. No. Got no, talk, to yep. talk to him. Talk to him. Chris is spitting fact right yeah. now. Thanks, Chris. Did, did Pete Carroll give you your playbook on audiobook? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they did both, actually, because some guys are uh, visual and some guys are audio learners. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. You just can't call as it As long as you got the right. information, yeah, it's fine the same that you do thing. it. There's nothing wrong with listening that's to the audio book, but Chris, it's not reading it. Chris, you have hung around us long enough to lose <laughs> IQ points, and we're going to end it right there because yeah, we me. need you to we're be on point as you write about our Cavaliers. Thanks, Chris. Chris, we'll thanks. You were awesome. Thank you, thanks for playing our silly games. We appreciate it. You got it, guys. Anytime. Enjoyed it. Chris Fedor of Cleveland.com, tremendous writer. Like, I mean, you could tell, you could ask eight questions about me, and I might not know all of them. I'll tell you. Come on, it's well, you. You, it's he, possible. I got messed. My, I got yeah, seizures said, when I was younger. Yeah, right? Some of my childhood stuff is all scrambled. Yeah. You lost brain cells along I the journey. Did. You could ask me something about something that I did. Yeah, I, I would one thousand percent know if I of did. Of course you would. Right. I mean, I'm in twenty five because you made it your history to know the history of Tyvis Powell. Yeah, that's a, he's a fascinating once guy. Once he you're is. in your fifties, twenty five <laughs> and twenty eight is the same thing. That Tyvis Powell. It, you know what? You're right. It right? all just runs together. Twenty five, twenty eight. People tell me all the time of things that I covered and that happened. Yeah. You know that I, you know. Remember when we were on this story? I'm like, hell no, I don't exactly. remember that. Do you and know Kevin how many... loves an old man. That's why I thought he might not know some of this stuff. That's possible. Right. What do you got, Mikey McDonald? Oh, this is going to be fun. I don't this, know, we don't know what it listen, is. Listen, if you have friends that are uh, regular viewers of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, you may want to reach out to them right now to make sure they're watching because this is going to be so worth you know what it the, is. I do know what it is. I don't know what it it's is. It's going to be worth the watch. I promise you. Wake the kids. Phone pressure. the neighbors. This and we, is going to be fun. We gonna get this in in fifteen minutes. You yes, know what it is. is. McNuggets, okay. take it away. No, I don't yeah, know what so it is. before <laughs> we turn the, the floor over, we have a group chat <laughs> and. After knowing these guys for 10 months now, I came to the conclusion last night, and I had to make a segment for it. Yeah. We argue all the time in the group chat, and you know what? I hate to admit I caved, but I caved. So mm. this new segment is called Watch the Banner as I update this. It's called Bull is Always Right. Just That's ask true. Him. Just that ask. That's true. Yeah. Bull is Always Right. Bull, always. the floor is yours. Tell us yeah. what you're right about today. <laughs> well, many things, but let's start with the fact. <laughs> Everything. I, I actually don't think I'm always right. Hmm. What, what's funny, by the way, but before you get this, is I used to get calls on the radio station. Bull, you always think you're right. Well, don't you always think you're yeah, right? Yeah, who's going to argue a point that they think right. is wrong? Right. If you ever wrong. argued for something you thought was wrong, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes for better ratings on TV. Yeah. That's called first take. <laughs> no, no. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So, so the, right? I, it was the number one question I was right. asked. Does Skip really believe all that stupid shit? Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> well, and, there and, we go. And, you and, think it wasn't in the first 15 and, seconds. We good. Here's what I would always say. Believe it or not, he does. <laughs> That's he crazy. never would go. Now, yeah. Stephen yeah. A could go on TV and argue something he didn't believe. Yeah, see? So yeah. oftentimes in the meeting, Skip would say something and Stephen A would say, 
yeah, there's nothing here because I think the same thing. But I tell you what, I could make a point against yeah, yeah, yeah. him. So we had a topic. Right. But that was very rare. But Bull, I can tell you, yes. I'm working with Bull now for seven months. Yeah. Bull, when if Bull says it on this show, he firmly believes 100%. it. 100%. And if he does change his mind, which has only happened once or twice, he is not afraid to admit it and say, you know what? No, nah, he, he does do that. And I, I admit what I'm better wrong. than anybody I've worked with. Thank you. With. Thank you. I will admit when I'm wrong, but I, when I believe in something, I'm all in. Yes. 100%. But you will change your but mind. But I will change my mind. You know if, I, that if I'm given me, more information, I'll change my mind. You are the equivalent of guys that I've worked with. The closest person to me, Colin Cowherd. Because wow. Colin will do that. Colin is wildly yeah. opinionated on everything. Colin is extremely talented. I'm not a fan, but I can admit he's, he's very, talented. very good. But not my cup of tea. I think his strong suit is if you, if you make a strong case, he yeah. will say, wow. And he doesn't do it often, but you do that too. Thank you. And I think that's a testament. Now, to this me. one, I'm not changing my mind. It's something I've been saying for probably three years. Uh, Tyvis has been resistant to this. But uh, do we have a graphic or no? Should I just say <laughs> it? Look, look at this. Uh, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> right at me. Yesterday. Ezekiel, oh, my God. Your hey, boy. Ezekiel Elliott. This is fact. Last 40 carries, 74 yards. Mm. When you, If you watch the Cowboys play at all, all right? And I, you know, because of fantasy, you watch a lot of different games. Sure. I watch the Cowboys play a lot. I've had Tony Pollard a bunch of times over the years. It's been clear to anybody that Tony Pollard is the f- not just superior back, but the far superior back of the two guys in the backfield. But because they've paid Zeke so much, and because Jerry Jones runs that football team, they use him a lot. Now, everybody goes nuts about Zeke's touchdowns. Yeah, because Pollard does all the work to get him down, and they bring in Zeke at the one-yard line because he's a bigger back, which is fine. He gravy trains off of Pollard's work. So you Lindell White. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Tony Pollard, I've been saying for three years, and I've been saying to you for a year since we've known each other, that Tony Pollard is the man. He is the, he is the alpha dog back on those Cowboys. I'm right. Will you admit it? You've left him speechless. This is what I will say. This is what I will say. Breaking news on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. No, no, no. I'm not speechless. I've never seen that happen. I was waiting on Steve to put the camera on me. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) The great Tyvis Powell left without words. This is what I will say, okay? Is Tony Pollard having a better season than Zeke? Absolutely. Does Zeke look like he lost some explosiveness? Absolutely. However, I would love to see how Tony Pollard is every down, every is, if he's an every down back. I think that the reason he is explosive is because he's young and Zeke does take a lot of those carries and does those things. If Tony Pollard was to get those carries every every down, I don't think he would be the same. So, I can't answer that question. What has Pollard done in his last 40 carries? Let's do that. That's I, apples I, I don't know the exact number. I, well, I don't know. I guarantee it's more than two yards, less than two yards that a carry. Because if somebody's wearing a defense down, by the and way, the speed back comes in and, and thrives for this like season. For the season, thank you, Steve Becker, for this. Uh, Pollard has 131 more yards on 38 less carries. He had 77 yards in the playoff game alone. And, and, and what about Pollard averaging yards. 5.2 yards per carry this year? Zeke averaging 3.8. That's the apples to apples and, and, number. And that I would I be willing for. to wager he's much more effective in a, in a pass game. Oh, Pollard's yes. excellent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah he better. Now, uh, Tyvis does make a point. I mean, I, 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 I can argue in the same sense 
Dak Prescott went down. The back of Cooper Rush came in and they were still rolling. But they didn't they didn't want to make a change. Okay, let me ask you this. Could Cooper of Cooper Rush have done to the Buccaneers what will we don't know. Well, but here's the no. big difference. Well, who says he, who he says looked, he could? He looked they, like a he, Super Bowl they sure stayed afloat with Dak Prescott they was did. out. So they did. But that's you, just a couple of games. Pollard has outplayed Zeke for the last two, three years. You, and this what not, do we have? Do we have a prize for Boy Feel like yeah, we should have so a prize because he's always right. We actually decided. <laughs> right? Guys, guys, bring it out. Bull yeah. is going to write. Oh, so we do much. have a prize. Yeah. Bull, close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes for one second. Don't no, okay. you can open it. All right, you can open it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's open actually, it here. It's in a box. Oh, what is this? It's I'm careful. guessing it's not very heavy. Be careful, be careful, man. Okay. Be careful. It's to you from us because you are always right. Always right. That's true. I love this. Is it a baby You're going to love this, Bull. <laughs> there it is, baby. There it is. There that it is. is. Oh, and it's authentic, too. <laughs> it's authentic. Oh, that's that. <laughs> Did you guys really buy this? Hey, I, I, I don't want this. Super fan Reed Garrett for sending us a Baker Mayfield jersey he wanted us to have. 44. We thought of no one more appropriate for a Baker Mayfield jersey. Yeah. Them bull, them bull for being oh. I feel worse at my <laughs> job just touching this. It's authentic, now. man. Hey, can we get him to sign this? <laughs> this might be, this look like hey, my size. He said, I feel worse I feel at my worse job than just touching it. Your takes automatically went down 35%. Careful hey, now. You keep it. it lives forever on the internet. Wait a minute. This might be my. That's a you keep it, man. It's Careful, time James Jersey for yeah, sure. It's, it's it's some Reed Garrett. Thank you, Reed, for sending that in. Yes, yes. thank you, Nick Reed. Jersey that we're gonna give Jay. Tyvis. Hey. I'm feeling oh. da- feeling dangerous. And and unlike Baker, <laughs> Tyvis will not be at the Cheesecake Factory today. <laughs> no, nah, I can't go. I can't do that. No. I can't get caught behind the dumpster. <laughs> you're not, you're not where that. are you playing next year, Bake? You know, I like my time in L.A. I think I'm going to do the LeBron thing. Yeah. Go ahead and stay on out there. I see <laughs> a lot. movie mogul. My family loves it out there. McVay's going to stay in wife, L.A. you got to love that. that. Matt Stafford's cooked. I come in, I'm dangerous, you know, win games. <laughs> we get Cooper Cup back. So, me and Cooper's boys. Nah, nah, you know, we're nah. going to get a lot of I know you and Cooper are very boy, tight. Yeah. Boy, that I, re- I revived Tyler Higby's career this year. Now, where? He was, he was on a down trajectory. <laughs> I come in, he starts scoring for the last four weeks, getting touchdowns. Yeah. Someone come in the chat now. just said, Tyvis just threw a pick. <laughs> <laughs> Who Shout is it? Shout they out to Dave credit. for that. Where, one. where is all the? I want to know where. Where did they go? Like, where did you? What, like, what are they Can't investing? Cool. What are they investing their time in now? Like, Ooh. the people that were Baker Bros. Like, are they? Oh, they still. Listen, I, they, I, they have not given up hope. I trigger them every day on Twitter when I make up. When I pick up. Guys, Baker I'm going to make a proclamation right mm-hmm. here on this program. Yeah. Right now. I look heavy. I'm going to make this proclamation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's career next season is revitalized and here's why oh he coming back he is coming back to LA okay. McVay is coming back yeah, but to Stafford's LA. gonna be there okay there's no guarantee Stafford's going to play oh my yeah so all my this prediction obviously is a bold prediction but it is dependent yeah. on the fact that Stafford doesn't play again and I don't know that he will uh, if Mayfield is back and he has Cooper Cup to throw to and they get their offensive line back and they get all the pieces that they lost I can see him having success in L.A. in that system with time in that system. I don't the, disagree the, with you. Baker okay. is what he is. He, the, and he's at best an average guy. The Duke of Knee Jerk was right about Baker way back in 2019. <laughs> I was right about Joe Woods way back in 2019. So wait, what, what, in 2019 when what you said you say that Baker was going to never be any good? I, I said, no, it's not going to work. So what was 2020 work. like for you when he took them to the playoffs? No, no. See, I, I had a whole whiteboard conversation. <laughs> When, when, when they was playing Oakland 
and he was playing them games, and he was the, the windy games, and and he was not doing nothing the first half of the year. You know, what? I said, oh, this is not gonna work. You know what? I'm a, I'm it's, a, it's verifiable. No, no, but I know. What, but what was it like for you when they went to the playoffs and they beat Pittsburgh? In the first I was game? excited. Like that had, to, but it had to be a little rough for you but because Jay, you. I'm gonna let you know. Jay, he was so, never there gonna are be a good. number no, of no. slapdick quarterbacks that, that who have won one playoff game. Had, no, absolutely. But when you're in the moment, you don't know that it's short lived. You don't know that. This is what I would say about Baker. Next year, if he goes back, he becomes a starting quarterback in LA. Yeah, and Cooper Cup's number, and Cooper Cup's numbers on, go down. He he got to go because that's three times with three will, different will, teams. Oh, you mean if his production? Go, yeah, if, if Cooper, yep. if you can't get Cooper Cup the ball, the triple crown winner, Cooper Cup. Now, but I'll tell you I, what, he you go, Cooper you go, Cup's the kind of guy that makes are, anybody look will, great. Will you draft him if Cooper Cup in fantasy next year? If Baker's the starting no, quarterback? No. <laughs> no way. I'm, so you're not that high up No, there. I'm not that high. What I said was his career would be revitalized. I never said he was gonna be an I'm going to take him. I, I never said no. that. No, I'm, I'm saying that he could be serviceable with Baker in McVay's offense. I mean, there's 10 teams that have open quarterback situations. Baker should be good enough to be a lower-tier starter, I'm gonna but give you, he's got to change his attitude. I, he's yeah. he's he got to stop throwing picks. I'm going to give if you... If you're going to be mediocre, you can't throw a million picks. Baker's really not the story. The Baker bros... I'm going to let you know. The Baker this. bros. The Baker bros are the story. I'm going to let you know. They're still hovering. I'm gonna get, I wonder who coined this. Newsflash. Newsflash. If they got six games next year... I shouldn't have said that word. Sorry. Six games next year... And if they don't, and if Deshaun Watson don't do something in six games, and I yeah. mean throw for three hundred and look like oh. he was the Baker Bros yeah, is coming. Well, here's the oh, thing. Yeah. Where, where, oh, they coming. Oh, well, I'm letting you know they coming. Oh, so, I, so you we going, better get it together. We go into the air raid. Is oh, what you dude. Hey, you know what? Here's what's going to become a term. They're coming. The Deshaun dudes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, look at all you Deshaun <laughs> dudes out there. Yeah, hey. Spitting that he's going to take us hey, to the Super Bowl. Hilarious. Hilarious. Deshaun dudes is going to be you know what it is? I'm so Switzerland on everything that it doesn't make that. I'm just going <laughs> to sit back and laugh. Hey, Bulls, you know it. Oh, I'm my Switzerland. God. You're a Deshaun dude. Are Hardcore. So are you? Wait, I'm not going to defend him if he's not good. No, I'm the one who told him. No, no, no. What yeah. I'm saying is, you believe that I'm all in on thinking he's going to be good. I know you want, but I'm going to I'm going to kill him if he's not. And, and he's you not. should. Yeah. I expect you to do that. Get a get a close up on my knees. Yeah. If he don't play well, my knees going to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke of Nick Dirk. I can't do it no more. Get him up out of here. Get him out of here. Pack him up. Get him out of here. Just no Can we put a ban on that shot for the rest? Nope. Six hey, I, I don't usually hit by week nope, three. Nope, nope, nope. Package. Nope. If he's not playing well by if he's not playing well by week three, she's gonna be like, "Can we get Joe Jacoby for setback?" Chris Jacoby. No, uh, it's Kellen. By the way, Kellen Mond season. All these guys say. like if Baker and Jacoby we'll on should week, all be starters, you. and there's enough jobs yeah, available. Good gracious, but no, I'm just I'm just giving y'all that warning, like because no, like if, what, if no he way. ain't looking good by six games, it might be a hit. Four. It's four. Hey, by the way, hey, is, wait, Jay, is it four? It's four. I, got, I say six. What do you uh, four. say? Wait, four minutes, by the way. Before you start saying, oh, hell, this I, ain't working. I think we got to know right away. Oh, not working? It's probably six games. I but so. I want to see right away that he's I do too. Listen, we haven't be, talked about their schedule. If they ain't playing in the preseason. Their schedule next year is ridiculously easy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And it should be. They're the last place well, team. They yeah. play so they have the easiest schedule. But when you look at the teams that are on their schedule Who's for next the year. The oh, NFC, my God. The NFC you, West. You probably don't have that made. Yeah, it's, the, it's the AFC like, it's South easy. and the it's NFC the West. I mean, call it, call it up so, like, the Lions. Schedule, yeah, give it it's the sec. Rams, Seahawks, 49ers. They're and playing then they the got NFC West. Well, you always. Yeah, but Jags. the division has to play the same division, you know, in the NFC. There's only three games that are. There's only two games that are different between the schedules. A three. No, three. yeah, three games. Now that there's seven three. Now there's three. three. Yeah. But when I looked at when you just glance at it, you can, you make a general reaction yeah. and you say, wow, that's that's really tough. They or still- you say, wow, that's really easy. And when I my first reaction, when I lo- saw the list, I'm like, hell yeah, that's doable. I just think there's so many teams near the middle. There's not many easy games. All right, here you go. Let's, right, let's, let's pick wins and losses right now. Steelers home. Oh, my God. No, we're Get not going to play now. that game yet. For <laughs> <laughs> I hate that game in September. The Jesus. We're, that was, the, that's like, you know, that's like McShay and Kuiper putting out their mock draft the day after the draft. What's nice for the Browns? You want to play 2024 schedule? No, what's nice for the Browns play their road schedule. Their home schedule is tough. Wait, their do we like schedule. the Bears? Do we like the Bears? <laughs> no. I love that game. Depending on their draft. Do we like the Jets? No. no. I think that's I think a very Jets, winnable game. But we don't know who the Jets lost. quarterback no, we is going to be. But that's why I like Mike it. Mike White. Because we don't know. I oh, like 49ers it. 49ers are good. The Cardinals. Cardinals should be better. Titans. Uh, Texans. Be Colts. Are you kidding? Then we play them this year. Broncos. Hey, man, he got to Bring me that schedule. He got I know, but hey, the Broncos, he better win 13 the, games the next year. Be you got him at 13? 30, that's my number. He 13 wins? 13. Yep. That's, that's I, want, I want the one seed and, and 13 and four. 10 and seven. Oh, no, 10 and seven. And one, 10 and seven. We, we can't seven. do that. You got to shoot low down. No, no, no. They got to show it to me. 13 is unreasonable. 10 is nine and eight. That's why I'm going It's ridiculous to make predictions this early. 10 and seven. Hey. I don't even know what the roster's I, Hey, that prediction is you better come they out They just better here. be in the playoffs next year. <laughs> 10 and 7. Seven. That's, all That's right. my number, too. Yeah. They better be in the playoffs. If 10 gets you in, then damn well better uh, be They better be in the playoffs, they, otherwise it's going well, to That's what it's going to be. 10. No, There's no, everybody's gone, except for Deshaun, if they don't win 10 games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, At least Deshaun's going to be the last man standing and making $50 million a year. Yeah. They might close up this show if they go. Wrap it up. Speaking of wrapping it up, we're out of time. Any final thoughts on Nuggets? Any you want to tease tomorrow's show? What do you yeah, want to do? Yeah, we got we got a minute left. We'll tease tomorrow. Uh, Jim Schwartz speaking at two thirty today. Yeah, so we will react to his introductory press conference as the Browns defensive coordinator. We also have Guardians hitting coach Chris Valeka. Did I say that right? I think that's. And how I will be it. here yeah. tomorrow, McNuggets. I was supposed to be off tomorrow, but you I'm going to be here. Be okay, so Bo will be in for an interview with Chris Valeka. I, we I also have Howard Eskin. I got a final take slash thought. Yes, uh, I worked with him for a week. Quick. I worked with him at ESPN. Real quick. Hold on. Let me get the floor. Talk about Jim Schwartz. One minute. Oh, awesome. It's, it's one sentence. Kyle McCord will win the Heisman. Is he even definitely the starter? Who is that? Dude, stop The Buckeyes it. quarterback. The Buckeyes stop quarterback. it. Kyle McCord is he is definitely the starter? I don't know that he's definitely the starter. Also, he's February yeah, he, he's 8th. going to be the stand starter, up. but man. It's official. February 8th, stand-up. UCSS will be there at Hilarities on East 4th. February, February 8th. Wednesday. Get your three weeks from now. today. We'll three weeks. see three weeks from today. I don't think they can get the tickets yet, Kevin. Uh, I'm, I'm emailing with Polk right now. <laughs> bring we'll have a link bring your tomatoes. All right. We're heading to do some overtime. We'll see you there.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.